All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Talk About It Outdoors, episode 12 about to drop, and we've got a star-studded cast lined up for you tonight. Mackenzie Reed's coming on and talking with us over some hunting. We just got finished up with Christmas, and it's been a great day so far. We've had a great weekend, and we're excited about some of the upcoming things we've got in store for you. So I appreciate everybody, as always, for tuning in and being with us. We're thankful to be here today, and uh, we had a great Christmas. Nick, have a good day. Great day. Number 12, coming out. Did you have a good Christmas? I did have a good Christmas. Of course I did. It's Christmas. How can you have a bad one? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't get to do some of the things we always do at Christmas time with some of my family and stuff, so it was a little bittersweet, but we definitely got to get in most of it. Still no deer. <laughs> Still no deer. Did you hunt any over the weekend? I did. I seen some deer, but no shots. So, had a little trouble this weekend, cold weather, had my door, wasn't my door wasn't latch on my truck. It's <laughs> froze? Yeah, I got a recall, so. Gotta oh, get, on your on your new truck? Yeah, I got to get that in the shop so I can get that fixed. So, I had a little delay <laughs> Saturday pro- morning. First world problems, can't get in a new <laughs> F-150. Got, got a door Ford. locked there. <laughs> Thank for, thankful for Ford on that one. So, um, it's been a been an exciting couple of days for us over at Talk About It Outdoors. Cody's not with us tonight. He's actually away on a, on a trip, and uh, he'll be back tomorrow. But he's excited. Oh yeah, I guarantee you he's excited. If he wasn't, if he was sitting here right now and listening to us, he would definitely be excited without question. <laughs> he's gonna hate me. <laughs> he's definitely gonna hate you for that one. But uh, we had a lot of feedback on some of our new segments that are coming out. Pump your brakes is something that we're excited for. It's it's definitely one that's gonna catch on pretty quick. We think, and we probably gonna have some pumpy brake moments tonight when we get Mackenzie on here and she gets to telling us some of the some of the secrets to her success and some of the background to her but before we get into all of that i want to make an announcement about a new partnership opportunity that we've been presented with it's with southeast wildlife innovations the future begins today they're the makers of supreme attracts and supreme protein feed they're our georgia-based company chandler one of the guys that uh he's actually the founder of the company reached out to me via a friend of ours a mutual contact and we've developed a relationship and a partnership where we're going to move forward and Supreme Attracts is ultimately going to become one of the sponsors of our podcast, which we're very, very excited about. Supreme Attracts is different than most of your base feeds that you put out there. It's a roasted peanut, soybean, and corn mixture. It also has a nitrogen base tablet that's inside of it that creates deer to come to it. It gives them the energy they need in late season, which we're at right now. And it's definitely something we're excited to uh, to venture out and introduce to a lot of people that may have not have heard of Suprema Tracks. It's definitely been successful for Cody, myself, and Nick in the early season in getting deer to our cameras. We put it out at, throughout various places in our hunting areas, and it's something that we're very excited to try out. And we want everyone out there to go out and find the product. Well, Nick, how do you find the product? You go to the dealer locator located on the SWI Supreme website, and it'll show you all the locations throughout the country that basically carry the product. Um, We're going to have an opportunity to give some of that product away in the future. Going into 2021, we've already worked out some giveaways that we'll be doing with SWI, and the guys over there are, are land managers as well as deer managers. They they pride themselves on being able to grow bigger deer. On average, Chandler actually told me they had had deer add up to 37 inches of antler from year to year uh, using this product as a, as a primary food source for deer to come to. So antler growth starts as soon as the other ones drop. So we know that's going to be coming up in a few short months. So Take it as an opportunity to get out and get that Suprema Tracks in your feeders. I won't go into some of the development of it or some of the build-out of it or all the aspects of that feed yet. Chandler and Allen are going to come on at a future date and kind of go through their regimen as far as how they feed it and what they do with the product. They offer a 10 and a 40-pound bag, and they also offer a block that's I'm excited for the block more than anything because I think it's something that you can put out there and leave it year-round, especially early in season. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah early exactly. season. So, with that being said, like I like like I said, uh, SWI Southeast Wildlife Innovation is going to be a new partner of Talk About It Outdoors, and that's something we're really excited about. So, 
Cody ain't here tonight, and uh, I'm going to have to get old Nick to get me a little segment we like to call Shooting You Straight. So, Nick, I saw you had a few questions pop up on there. Like we said we before, we may not get to all the questions that are on there on an episode, but if it's something we feel like is relevant and you want to hear about, we're going to talk about it on a future episode. Before we go into Shooting You Straight, I want to take this opportunity to introduce Mackenzie Reed, who's going to come on, and uh, she probably want to be a part of this segment. So, Mackenzie, how are you? I'm great. How are y'all? We're doing great. We're glad that you took the time out of your life, out of being a mother, to come on and be with us tonight. I know it's uh, it's late. It's, you know, what, 7 o'clock, and we're all getting old, so that's getting late for us. <laughs> so we appreciate you coming on. Um, why don't you do, a, do us a little segment and tell, tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm Mackenzie. I have two boys. They'll both be um, having their birthdays in January. They'll be six and two. And then my husband's name is TJ. Um, We've been together for about five years. And I've just been hunting since I was a teenager with my papa. And, you know, I'm glad y'all are having me on here. I'm excited. Absolutely. And TJ's actually a stock car driver, if I'm correct. Doesn't he race late models? Yes, he races super late models. That's awesome. I met TJ years ago. He he and I hit it off immediately, and uh, he's a great guy, and uh, we appreciate him letting you come on and be with us tonight <laughs> and get, getting you out of the house and keeping the kids for you. So yes. on Shooting You Straight this week, you feel like you want to get in on an answer, butt in on Nick and I. I talk more than Nick does, so if you just if you want to butt in at any time, feel free to. But Nick, what okay. do you got? Uh, what do you got we on had, shooting? Straight? So we had several questions come across there, and uh, we just we we decided to pick a few from it. And we're gonna we had some really good questions that we're gonna save for a later date, but we decided to go with two tonight. And I'm gonna present one, and you're gonna present one. Um, the first one is from Brandon Jenkins. His uh, question was coon hunters running deer off. And I think it was more of a statement than it was a question. I know Brandon, he's a big-time coon hunter. He's got some some hellacious dogs that, that he's been running all over the southeast with. He's always posting pictures with them and everything. And I remember back in my coon hunting days, as well as you do, if you wanted to hunt a piece of property, it always seemed like someone there after deer season. Mm-hmm. That was always the answer we got. I, I, yeah, I felt like when we were probably doing it back then during deer season, a lot of times we were going to these little small tracks that – Probably, if somebody was deer hunting, we typically had feeders out, so just to keep our dogs in tune before the, the deer season did. Now, I do think deer season running into later, especially for the northern zone, running later into January probably has hurt the coon hunters a little while because the small game season is so short now. Um, but outside of deer season, you only got – 45 days now since deer season runs into January, middle of January, and and then small games over at the end of February. So you're either hunting really, really hot in August before deer season opens, and then you have to hunt after season in those places where deer hunters are and they don't want you on their property. But I don't think that that they run deer off necessarily. They may run them out of that area, but that deer's not going far. They may jump them up out of their bed if they're bedded in an area. But a good coon dog, which I know Brandon, and I know he's got some great dogs, and I know back in the day we had some great dogs, a good coon dog gets on a deer track, and it's getting its you know tail zapped. Yeah. Everybody's running shot collars now, and they ain't, they ain't wanting them to run trash. So they're skipping right over a deer. Most of the time you break them off of that, they're skipping right over a deer trail, and they're not going on it at all. So How about you, Mackenzie? Have you, uh, have you run any dogs? I have not, no, no. but I would like to. Would you? <laughs> I don't, 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 don't no, tell these yeah. boys that. They'll yeah. have you drug all over the yeah. mountain. I, 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 probably would, I probably wouldn't do it for love or money right now. <laughs> I guarantee you not like we used to. But that's a good question, Brandon, it and is. I understand your concern with that. I know a lot of deer clubs, they don't want people in there hunting during deer season because they do feel like you run deer off. And frankly, as I said, Nick and I both used to do the same thing. We used to coon hunt areas one night, and we'd be back in the deer stand the next morning. I don't think you're breaking those patterns, and I don't think it hurts it. Now, if you're in there every single night shooting up the woods and killing everything in there, yeah, you're probably going to run some deer out of there. But the way we always run dogs and just getting them in there and getting them out, I don't think you're hurting that deer population at all. So, Thanks, Brandon, for the question, man. Thanks for 
acknowledging that and, and comment below and just keep them just keep them coming man if you got anything else yeah we'll, we may get brandon on talk about them yeah. coon dogs a little yeah, bit yeah, in the future. Some coon hunting stories i would love it love so. it so the second question we had was from rustin fagan and he's from up in jasper uh, i know he follows the show and, and i appreciate him tuning in but the question he proposed it was i think his basis of it was do we feel like the legalization of baiting in Georgia has affected the potency of it. Now, when he said the potency of it, I feel like he's meaning now that there's corn piles everywhere out there and everybody and their brother's pouring out a bag of corn because it is legal to hunt around now, has it affected deer? And I think he's meaning has it affected deer coming to specific baiting locations? And I, I think it absolutely has. I mean, there's there's definitely not as much... I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not as much uh, desire for a deer to go to one pile when they've got one or three that are that are close by to it. Now, this goes back to something that Chandler over at Southeast Wildlife Innovations shouted out to me and, and told me about, that feeding, door, uh, feeding deer only corn can cause a high acidity in their rumen, which is their, their gut, and it kills microorganisms needed for digestion due to its high starch content and it gets in there and it basically causes them to have stomach problems it it, it overheats them it doesn't allow them to digest normal foods well so instead of feeding a solid corn diet maybe you switch over to a protein feed or the attracts branded product do you think think that this may be off of that question do you think that's because people are putting bigger piles of corn out and they're they're indulging themselves Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, anybody that goes to a buffet, yeah. what you going to do? You're yeah. going to gorge yourself. That's right. That's right. What about you, Mackenzie? I, I know you hunted, uh, you said you hunted with your papa. Were y'all using Were y'all using uh, corn back in the day in South Georgia when it was legal down there? Or, or were y'all, you know, do y'all hunt, pour out any corn where y'all hunt at now? So we mostly hunted um, just Cherokee County and kind of North Georgia area. We never really got to hunt down south and, um, you know, over bait or anything. But I do definitely think it has changed things, um, you know, some good ways, some bad ways. But, yeah, I do think it definitely affects, you know, and it's, it does make it, you know, a little more challenging in a way. Um but, yeah, I do think it has changed things a little bit. Yeah, and deer, they're not as competitive over a, a baiting location. So, with that being said, pump your brakes. And go get you some Supreme Attracts because it's, it's a different feed. It's different than anything they've had before. So go out, check it out, and go from there. So, Rustin, I appreciate you sending that question over, and it's it's definitely something that uh, we like to hear from on that. So without further ado, that's the end of shooting you straight for this week, and we'll go into something else, which I like to call the introduction of our guest. So, Without further ado, go ahead, Mackenzie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How old were you when you got into hunting, and uh, where are you from, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so people can get to know you a little bit. Okay, so I'm from Cherokee County. Um, basically lived there my whole life. We recently um, moved to Ackworth. I've been there for about two years, but still kind of hunt all over. Um going to actually hunt in Tennessee for the first time this weekend. I'm going on a hog hunt up there, so looking forward to that. But i um, been hunting since I was 13, 14. Didn't really, you know, get that interested into it until later on about 16, 17. Killed my first deer at 16. You know, my papa actually, you know, I know it's more of like a men's sport, but I think it's kind of evolving for women, but um, he was more so wanting to take my younger brother, but then he realized, I, you know, I was really interested in it, so then he started taking me a lot more. So your papa had a had a huge influence on you and your hunting uh, background. Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about, you, you, you said it is a, I guess, a male-based sport, and there's more men into it. Do you think that with the... I guess the introduction of more women in the hunting community as far as the the professional hunting community on TV and things like that, do you think that's kind of influenced a a girl to want to get into it more with with their parents? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, definitely with social media too, just like more, you know, younger girls seeing like, oh, okay, like, you know, these older women, you know, they're setting a good example or most of them in, 
you know, they see that hunting isn't so bad or isn't just a man's sport like it is, you know, for females as well. And they can get out there and they can, you know, shoot a big buck and, you know, hike just as far as a man can and all that. So I think that's awesome. I definitely think that's a good thing um, that, you know, more women are getting into the outdoors. Yeah, it, it, so for you, it's definitely uh, that that old question: Is it for love or is it for locks? It, it sounds like it's definitely for love in your in your side. A hundred percent, yes. We see a lot of the social media, I guess, influencers out there in the hunting community, and I, I know there's uh, shows on TV where they've had the for love or locks, and you can kind of tell that some of those people are just in it to get followers or whatever it may be, and. You know, I guess getting into it with your papa before the social media craze actually exploded for us, that definitely made you love the sport. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was, like I said, I was going with him when I was a young teenager, and there was no, you know, Instagram and all that to be, you know, posting pictures for. So it was, you know, it was, it's always been for the love. And, yeah, he's, you know, just always taught me the ins and outs. And I shoot, I still learn stuff now and I'm 28. And so, I mean, you can never know too much about it. But So tell us a little bit about what type of hunting you enjoy most. I know you said just going on a hog hunt. So I know you're expanding outside of deer hunting. What, what's, which one do you enjoy hunting the most? Um, I would still say I probably, probably like deer the most. Um, yeah, I heard you earlier saying haven't got a deer yet, and I feel the same dang way. I feel like that was Nick. That's, that was that was Nick. That wasn't Alex. That was Nick. So this year has been the most I've been able to hunt in a couple of years. Really, I mean, I've I've really have got to go a lot. So it, you know, it's kind of a bummer that I haven't got to kill anything, but it really just does test your patience, and it just makes you like your love for the sport grow even more. But I would say deer hunting is definitely my favorite. Um, I like duck hunting and dove hunting and I like hog hunting. I like turkey hunting. I have basically like turkey hunting for me has been all self-taught. Um, I've been with my papa just a handful of times and, you know, he's over here like, well, when you hear that fly down cackle, you'll know, like, and I'm like, oh God, you know, like, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to wing it, but I'm hoping to get a turkey this spring. I've just been the past couple of years, but still haven't got anything, but I've only been hunting the turkey on the public land and. That's always a challenge, but, um, so yeah, I would definitely say deer's my favorite, but I do love a good hog hunt. Um, I've only killed two two wild hogs, but I'm hoping to get a big one this weekend, so we'll see. Yeah, you need to talk to them boys up in Tennessee, see if they can't put you on a turkey, if you go, if you know somebody up there. (laughs) While I'm up there, I might be booking one for the spring, so we'll see. Well, if you're hunting now, the majority of deer hunting, has it been on public land or did y'all have some private land to hunt? So this is also my first year of joining a private club. I joined it in Hancock County. Um, a cousin of mine actually introduced it to me. He's a part of it. And so um, I only got to go just one time. So it's kind of been a bummer for that. But, I mean, it's just been a crazy year. I know everybody can agree to that. But most, for the most part, I have been hunting a lot of public land this year. Um, and I've also been hunting my grandparents um, where they live on the lake. I've been able to hunt at their house a little bit, and that's been in Putnam County. But I've been hunting a lot, a lot of um, public land, Alatoona WMA, Pine Log WMA, just kind of all up here around the North Georgia area. And that, I mean, that's still great. It's still good hunting. I mean, it's harder, I feel like, but it's still good. And it, I mean, I just think it's good for any hunter to get to experience, you know, public land along with private land. Who are you? Who are you hunting with when on nowadays? Are you still hunting with your so, papa? Yeah, still a little bit with my papa. He's act, He actually owns um, Holloway Deer Processing in Canton. So this is, is and he they just opened that up a few years ago. So it's been really hard for him to get to go right. for hunting with me. Yeah. But because, um, I mean, they've, they've had to even close a few times just because of the amount of deer coming in. You know, it's more more work, you know, than they right. would have thought they would have ever gotten. But had so no kind of idea hard, that was your grandpa. Had no idea that was your yes, grandpa. I've been yes, there, been yes. there several, several times. Jeremy Webb yep. used to skin deer for him, and I had no idea that was your grandpa. Really? Yeah, Talmadge. So, yeah, um, but he hasn't been able to go, unfortunately. But it's been all right. I mean, honestly, I love getting to go by myself. I love getting to go, you know, 
with Trip as well, my five-year-old. He's just really gone with me a lot this year. He's taken more naps than he has hunting out there, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's part of it. My husband's got to go with me a little bit here and there, but, you know, he's, you know, busy with his racing and stuff like that, so it kind of works out. We kind of take turns, like, I'll go hunting in the morning, and he'll work on the race car at night, so it works out, but yeah. So, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. No, you go I ahead. Think I think we're going the same way. So, does does he hunt with you a lot? Does is he a hunter? Well, um, so my husband actually had never been hunting until we started dating, and you know now he's kind of grown to love it as well. But I, I am, you know, I am proud to say I got him into the hunting industry. So <laughs> the, now he's he's all about it. Does he does he often ask you a lot of questions and? Is he asking you for advice? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, every most people's significant other that got into hunting with them, they would be asking, you know, us for advice on it. Does he ask you for advice on it? He does ask me for advice, even though he may not admit it. He definitely <laughs> does ask me for advice. He'll, you know, and like talking about guns and that sort of thing. Like, you know, he'll be like, "What do you think about this gun?" And what do you think about this? And you know, and he's actually really been wanting to get into duck hunting. So we'll see, you know, how this, uh, we're going to go duck hunting, you know, this season. We'll see how that goes. We got a little John boat. So I'm just, I'm glad he likes it because obviously getting to go with your spouse is cool. And, um, you know, it's fun. So yeah, that, that is neat for, for it to be the shoe on the other foot, uh, perspective, because you, you definitely don't hear that very often, but well, that's awesome. Your papa got you into it. Now you're you're introducing him. So you 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 said Trip showed interest getting into hunting. Uh, does he show a lot of interest? Like he wants to go with you a bunch, or is it something that you're kind of slowly introducing him to? Or so he has shown a lot of interest. Um, he's like, am I going to get to kill a big buck today? And you know stuff like that. I mean, he I I've always joked like I'm like I need to get him his own little YouTube channel because he's hilarious. I mean, he's like. Mom, give me your gun. I'm going to shoot a deer, you know. So, And we got him a little bow for Christmas. He loves it. So, yeah, he's showing a lot of interest. Like I said, we when we get out there early in the morning, I just kind of make him a little spot, and he takes a nap. So, But at least he's quiet. You know how, you know, five-year-olds, they can be wide open. So he'll, he'll get a little sleep in, but he does really enjoy it. That's awesome that you're getting him out there and, be, and, and giving, giving y'all something to enjoy because I know the boys are eat up with race car fever when they're around dad. So yeah. at least they're getting into getting into hunting with mom. So that's great. So tell me about spinning off of that. Is it is it hard to balance you know being a mother and getting to hunt a lot, or is it have you found that an easy transition? Um, it like I said, this most I've been able to go hunting and um, I do think part of it is the fact that Trip is a little bit older and he is wanting to go with me and you know family being able to help with the boys is, is great and like I said TJ and I'll kind of trade off here and there like you know he'll our younger one he'll keep him for me so me and Trip can go and sometimes you know Trip wants to hang out at home so I'll get to go and yeah it's I mean it's it is obviously a challenge you know anything you know, with kids can be a challenge, but the fact that they're wanting, they're, you know, they're showing interest, even Maddox, you know, he, he knows that we're going to feed the deer. He loves getting to put the corn out for the deer. So just them getting to show interest makes it like, you know, so worth it. And so like exciting for like the future, the years to come with them. Right. Right. Yeah. And I definitely, definitely know passing it from generation to generation, something you, you look to do. So that's awesome that they're getting into it at such an early yeah. age and, and they're, they're excited for it. So first year in a deer camp, did you, did you get to go down and camp with them at all? You only said you went once, but did you, did you go camping? No, or? I, unfortunately I didn't get to go camping. Um, they, it's not far from my grandparents. Like I said, um, Putnam and Hancock County are right on each other. So I ended up just staying over at my grandparents and we didn't get to do the whole camping thing, but we're kind of, we're going to probably, you know, join again next year and hopefully get to get out there a little bit more. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Let, let's rewind here a little bit. Um, going back to the hunting with your grandpa, uh, you mm -hmm. said you killed your first deer when you were 16 and that was with your grandpa. Um, no, <laughs> That uh -oh. was uh, with an old boyfriend, but it's fine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, so that was, and it was in Cherokee County. Okay. Um, it was an old sweet doe, and, but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so you killed your first one in the home county. 
Yep, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've killed. I think I've killed. No, I have killed a doe on a friend of mine, my really good friend. Um, her dad owns land down south, actually, in Putnam County as well, and um, he has a hunt club down there. And I killed a doe there. But yeah, most of my deer have been killed in Cherokee County. Um, was it a? Gu- I did kill the the two hogs. I killed was with my papa, and that was in. I'm trying to think. That was like Walleska area. And I killed, that was a, a really exciting and like a huge adrenaline, adrenaline rush. It, I just had my little single shot rifle and shot one and he was like, reload it. They're running around, like <laughs> kill another one. And I was able to get two with that single shot. It was awesome. What were you, um, first, first bow kill? Okay. So yeah, actually I was going to touch on that. So, um, I've been also hunting a lot of public land at the Army Corps of Engineers this year. I've never really even, you know, considered it just because I actually just got my bow halfway through the season. My papa gave it to me last year, and he's like, you know, I know you've been wanting to get into bow hunting, so here you go. So I kind of used a lot of last year to practice and work with it, and this year I was able to hunt with it a lot. I just haven't got to, you know, kill anything yet with it. Okay, okay. So still searching for that first bow kill. Still searching. Everybody says it's the best feeling. I will tell you that my husband, he, uh, you know, he killed me because he has a lot of luck and he killed the biggest deer and he's only killed one since, you know, we've been dating and it was with a bow right by our house. And I mean, it was a big eight pointer and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Like (laughs) I've been, you know, hunting my whole life and you're getting to kill this deer right here, basically in the backyard. And Sounds yeah, like old so TJ may was, have one of those horseshoes, too. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He really does. And he had never even told me this, but he was like, whenever my papa gave me my bow, then my husband was all, well, I'm going to get a bow now. I'm like, of course, you know. <laughs> but he actually used to shoot competition archery when he was younger. And I was like, how am I just now hearing about this? So he's <laughs> always been able to, like, definitely show me up when it comes to his bow. And, like, when we practice in the <clears throat> front yard, you know, he's always like been able to group them real close, and I'm just like, all right, well, that's cool. You know, <laughs> I introduced you to hunting, and you're out doing me with a bow. But it's so that's one thing he has been able to show me a few things on the bow, and that that's been good. Do you have any? Do you have any mounted? Um, I have a European mount of my seven pointer, and then that first little doe I killed. It's like a camo dip. Um, oh, you did a camo dip on the dough. That's pretty cool. I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send y'all a picture. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So. Your papa does. And then my husband, that buck he killed, it's a um, European mount as well. So your your papa does European mounts, correct? He does. Yes. Yeah. So he did my seven pointer, um, and he also did the camo dipping one for yeah. me. So. And you, I'm sorry, did you say TJ did get his deer mounted? He did. He yeah. ended up just doing a European mount. Oh, okay. That's okay. a whole other story. He did <laughs> want to do a cape mount, but, yeah, that didn't end up working out. So. <laughs> but not our fault. It is what it is, you know. Hopefully, I'll get a bigger one, and I can get a cape mount. <laughs> there is, it sounds like you're doing your work, so there's it, it'll come in time. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I just get – I enjoy getting to go, period. So. That's good. So, you've been into hunting now 12 years. I mean, most yeah. most people, you know, well, no, you've been in longer than that. You started well, at 13, actually, yeah, so 15 first, years. First year was 12 years ago, yeah. yeah. So tell me, you know, thinking back through all the years you've been you've been hunting and, you know, you're you're still a young lady. you got a, a lot of hunting ahead of you. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what what's your favorite favorite hunt that you've ever been on? Um... Or one that sticks out. I know it's hard to pick just one yeah. that stands out as a favorite. Just, just tell me, you know, one that always stands out in your mind when you when you talk about hunting. What's that one hunt? And it could have been a failure. It could have been a success. It could have been one of those times you you had one way or the other. But what's that one hunt that kind of sticks out in your mind as as one of your favorite? Um, I really so one wasn't. I wouldn't consider it a failure, but um was when I killed that seven-pointer, I had a 10-pointer walk out right before him, and it was freezing, and I had on my thickest gloves, and I'm trying to bite my glove off of my hand so I can, you know, pull the trigger on him, but he was, they were in the rut, and he was chasing a doe, so he was gone by the time I got my glove off, but I was like, I'm going to get down from this stand and get out of this little valley here and see if I can kind of find him. Well, 
when I get right into the opening of the field, he is gone. But then there's a seven-pointer, that seven-pointer running on the same line. And so I just kind of got down on one knee and I was able to take him. So that was a really, it was kind of a bittersweet. Like, obviously, I wanted the 10-pointer, but just being able to get that seven right after that, that was really cool for me. That's the only buck I've ever gotten. I've gotten, you know, quite a few does, but, and I'm like, you know, hopefully I'll get a big buck, you know, if not in the next couple of days, hopefully next year. (laughs) Yeah, there's always next year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that was a really good hunt. I would say that getting those two hogs that time, even though I do love deer hunting, I do think getting those two hogs, that was a lot of fun for me. Like I said, I was with my papa and, you know, he hasn't really cared to kill anything, you know, over the past several years just because, you know, he's like passing it down and he just kind of likes to go and take us. But this was back when I was still in college and he always takes his Bible out there with us. And, you know, he's just hanging out, reading the Bible and that's his like, you know, closest time with God. And I would agree. I feel like that's, you know, when I feel closest to God is outside and outdoors. But, um, yeah, just getting to kill those two hogs, that was a huge adrenaline rush and really cool hunt too so do you do you meet a lot of other women that are in hunting or or you know through some of the avenues of social media i'm sure it's been easier to meet others that are interested in hunting but do you do you meet many other females that are into hunting like you are so yeah through social media you know that makes it easier to meet some female hunters like i said um my best friend she is real big into hunting and she actually also got her husband into hunting, so that was really cool, you know, that we have that in common, and we can both kind of, you know, poke at our husbands about, um, but, and then, yeah, you know, just meeting people here and there, like, it is a cool thing. I, you know, recently started another job, and one of my coworkers, she's really into hunting, and so it's cool to be able to just, you know, have that conversation, and, you know, get to share experiences and everything. Why do you start dropping some big bucks and you talk about the conversation, start <laughs> circling, they'll all be coming to oh, you yeah. asking you for advice. So have you, have you ventured, uh, have you ventured to start talking about hunting out of state, whether it be you and TJ or you and some of your friends? So TJ and I both really want to go on an elk hunt. So I think that is definitely going to be in the next year or two. Um, whoa, whoa, pump your brakes. <laughs> Nobody get excited now. She's going, she's jumping out of the she, Georgia wilderness. She's going right into it. She's going straight straight to the elk yes, country. I, I really want to. I mean, I've always been like, okay, I'm going to start training in the spring and like carrying a backpack with some weights on it and just go miles and miles so I can prepare. Because I really would love to kill like an elk on some public land, you know out you know west do you prefer a bow or gun to be honest i my husband would prefer bow i'm gonna go with gun just so i can know i can definitely get that (laughs) elk (laughs) i don't want it to be a a maybe you know a 50 percent chance i want to know like this thing's going down um so i would definitely say i would prefer rifle well, I have I have no desire to go go elk hunting. I I don't. That's not in my DNA to do it. It's too much walking for my skinny butt. Nick's kind of expressed a little interest in it. Cody's not with us tonight. He'd talk a year off about wanting to go on an elk hunt. I'm sure that's just not something that I have a desire to do. But it's it's neat to hear somebody else from Georgia that grew up here with us that shows the desire to do that. Well, we do. Yeah, I mean, it it does seem like it would be a lot of fun. And you know, I mean, I just I want to. My goal is for the next few years to just try to touch in each state and do a little bit of, a little bit of hunting here and there. I'm going to do a little bit of dove hunting in Tennessee, too, this coming weekend um, if I'm able to. But, yeah, we're definitely going to do some hog hunting. And then hopefully, you know, we'll take it to another state next year and just try to get to experience all that. Tripp's been begging me to go, but he's not going to be able to go with me to Tennessee. But he wants to go so bad. I told him maybe next year I'll get him a birthday present for like a hog hunt or something so we'll see we, we have some guys coming on we gotta have lined up that'll that we're gonna talk a little bit about elk hunting about their experiences so maybe awesome. yeah maybe you'll get a little something out of them and and see which see which one they like better I, i've always heard that bow hunting is is much better for elk hunting even though it, you right. are with a bow i've heard the guns i've heard you walk your tail off with a gun trying to hunt those things so um, oh, yeah. yeah, just be looking out. I know you, I know you listen to it and you're one of the top fans. So now with, with, I guess the, the whole hunting out of state thing, you, you made mention that it's something that you, you desire to do. And, and 
I don't. I, I want anybody out there that hears what I'm about to say and take this as a, as a piece of advice that if you're willing to grind your butt off in the state of Georgia and hunt public land and you've been able to find those areas and you're willing to walk, you're doing yourself an injustice by only hunting in the state of Georgia if you're willing to put the time and effort into hunt public land. And I don't want you to take that as me scolding you or anything by no means, oh, but no. you need to you need to take time. And I, and I know as a parent, I have children. I, it's hard to get away, and I, I would assume it's even harder for you to get away being a mother because I know those babies like mama at night. If yes. you can take the opportunity to go to another state or, or, or go, don't just – don't just look at it as, you know, going to hunt a, a, a place you know about. There is so many opportunities throughout the Midwest in, in, in Illinois, Missouri, um, Kansas, Iowa, even out, you know, out further west into Oklahoma. And um, you could go all the way out to Montana even on, on these opportunities to get after whitetail and chase them. If you're willing to put the time in here in Georgia – you need to get your butt loaded up and find some time to get out of state and hunt public land somewhere else. Because I'm telling you, you will be you you will be surprised and amazed if you like deer hunting here. It'll blow your mind to get in. Yeah, there's a ton state. of public land on, on all those. Now Missouri's got more public land than any any state you know west of the miss or excuse me east of the Mississippi. I mean they have millions right. of acres of public land and. Those those places are are made for for. I, I'll tell you, I, I I've never been in a place that has public land like Illinois, it's made for people like us that walked ridges and walked hills and we've walked our tails off. If you've hunted pine log, you know good and yeah, well. If you heard on the earlier log. episode, yeah. I talked about going on pine log and getting a stand out when I was ten years old. And those wow. those places are are night and day difference because you get up there in the Midwest, it's a whole different ball game, but it's a lot okay. you're gonna see a lot you know, a lot more activity. Do you Mackenzie, right. do you do you do um are you ground blind, climber, lock on? Do you have a preference? I um I do have a climber. I do prefer that. Um, but I I also like a blind. It's easier, you know, obviously with trip for a blind. Sure. Um, than to do a sand. The sands kinda of make me a little nervous with him still. We did hunt a sand a little bit at my grandparents' house, but um yeah, I mean I like a climber. That's cool because obviously you can just pack up and move wherever you want. That's um, right. Not in the Midwest. Yeah. Not, yeah, that's, what, that's what that's what I was going to. When you when you do venture up to the Midwest, just um, if you if you take trip up there or Maddox, you'll you'll be able to use a ground blind. Um, but of course, you'll have to use a block on more more than likely. So yeah, right. lot, okay. blinds blinds get you know a lot of overlooking in the Midwest, and, and I, I promise you the the previous guest we had on Jason Lewis, he'll tell you real good and well that that a ground blind don't don't underestimate them up there, and it's something oh, no. you yeah. can use and be successful in. So, right. So uh, I know that you you're affiliated with with uh, I think it's Quick Camo. Um, is there yes. any you know is there any other um uh people you're associated with in the hunting industry besides Quick Camo? And definitely you know tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so I'm with Quick Camo and then also Southern Bread Clothing Company. Um, both of those guys just kind of reached out, you know, and we chit-chat a little bit here and there, and I like both of their products that they have to offer. Quick Camo, um, it's really cool. They have, you know, the mask that's built into the hat, so I've, I have a couple, like, videos on my Instagram, and I have a YouTube channel I need to get better about you know, using it, but, um, the quick camo, it is, it is really awesome. I have the code in my bio for both of them, you know, to get a little discount. So that helps. But, and then the Southern bread clothing company, they have some cool hats and t-shirts and hoodies that they offer that I really like the looks of them. So yeah, check both of those out. They're really awesome. And what's your, um, in, what's your Instagram handle? It is Kenzie Reed, K-E-N-Z-I-E and then R-E-A-I-D. Um, so anybody that's not following already, go over there and follow. You can find information about quick camo. It's a neat little hat that's got the mask built in. I know some of you turkey hunters out there, you like to wear a mask during turkey season. It's I've seen it's videos. a must. Yeah, it's a must. <laughs> well, I don't have to hide my face. It's ugly. Enough. It's gonna ugly them to death. It's scared them. So, but I mean, it's definitely a cool product. So definitely go over and check out that. Um, 
I guess, you know, as we're kind of winding this thing up a little bit here, um, tell me what, you know, what hunting has done for you. And, and when I ask that, it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, success or, or failure, but what, what do you get most out of hunting? Most out of hunting, I would say, you know, like I touched on earlier, just getting to be outdoors more and, you know, with the chaos and with this world nowadays, like it's so nice to be able to get outside and just get to explore and experience like all of God's creation. Like that really is just a blessing being able to do that. And that's why I think hunting is so much more than people like to just, you know, they'd like to just judge hunters and all that. I mean, there's so much more than to just killing an animal. Like, like I said, you know, you're experiencing the outdoors, you're getting to learn more, you know, me, I've learned so much just about different public lands and, you know, different animals. And yeah, I mean, it's just getting to learn all of that. It is just such a blessing. It has taught me a lot, a lot, a lot about patience. Like I said, haven't got a deer. It's been two years now, seen some, you know, just kind of running off. And I mean, but that's part of it. I mean, it teaches you patience and it, it just, it teaches you a lot of things, but definitely patience is one of them. And it does just teach you a love for the outdoors. And honestly, I can't wait to just keep introducing, introducing it to the boys. Um, I really hope they love it as much as I do, but I'm pretty sure they will. I don't think that'll be a problem. Yeah. I've seen some of your pictures you've shared on all your social media with the boys and they definitely seem to got some miles as big as, as big as Cheshire cats when they're out there and they're, they're, they're getting <laughs> yeah. to go with mom hunting. So that's, that's definitely some special time that, that, you know, I, I know you'll cherish deer or not, or, or getting to take any kind of animal or not. Those are special times that I know you're going to look back on and, uh, and be able to share with them. And, it's only a matter of time the the way it sounds for you to get on a get on a great buck because it's you're definitely willing to put in the time and effort to go out there. If you're primarily hunting public land, my hat's off to you because there's I, I can promise you you're in a small handful of of women that are willing to take those opportunities to get out there and and hunt. And you'll probably I, I guarantee you y'all are more patient than, than I am. I, y'all <laughs> mothers. Every mother out there, and I don't care what anybody says, y'all got the patience of a god because it's it raising babies that that ain't easy for no one. So it's it's definitely <laughs> definitely y'all ought to be able to kill any deer out there because you can right. can get with it. So it's a challenge, but it's a blessing and it's so worth it. So yeah, Mackenzie, you was talking about your. I'm going to go back to your papa about the. Um, I know we've bought tickets for him from him before for the deer camp that they do down in Adventure oh, yeah, Outdoors. Okay. Um, yes. Are you partnered up doing that? Yes, I am. That is coming up in February. Yeah. Um, February 5th, if I'm, you know, if I have that right, I'm almost positive. Uh, But yeah, it will be at Adventure Outdoors. I'm actually selling some tickets. So if you guys want to get some tickets from me, just let me know. But that is with Whitetails Unlimited. They put on a great, great event every single year. I mean, they don't just have that one in February. This is the, um, Peak State Deer Camp that they're putting on, and they normally will have someone come out, either Michael Waddell or T-Bone Turner. He's came out to a few of them. So, yeah, y'all. Um, yeah, we've, we've actually came down. Time. Yeah, we've been several times. We've been uh, – oh, really? Yeah, T-Bone come one time. We were there. Michael came one time. Um, we we really enjoyed it. They had a lot of guns that they raffled off, and it's yeah. just a good night. Had some good food. I believe they had the catered-in barbecue. How is it, it How is it going to be this year with the COVID? Is it? Have you heard anything about yeah. it? I have. So they actually had to um, – they ended up having to cancel their one event that normally is at the lodge over there, the Moose Lodge. Uh-huh. They were going to do it at Yonmar over here in Ackworth, but they ended up – like I said, they had to cancel it just because a lot of places don't want big groups of people but this year they're still doing the um, deer camp up there, the Adventure Outdoors. And um, as far as I know, everything's scheduled, you know, and they're still selling tickets. So, yeah, I mean, it's still going to be a great time, a good turnout. Still going to have the dinner plates and all that, and then lots of guns to raffle off. How, how much are the tickets? I'm looking forward to that. So the tickets are $35 a person, um, 20 if you're bringing a spouse, and I think 20 per child. And I, I know that I think five and under, I can't remember. I don't think that's the cost, but there's no cost yeah, associated. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you hadn't been to it, do yourself a favor and go. Yeah, it's if a you good like, time. If you like the camaraderie Absolutely. about deer hunting and everything else, you're going to have an opportunity to see some people that you wouldn't expect to see there. I know Nick and I have been, I think we've been three years yeah, uh, they, in a row. And you've actually awesome. been, I think, four years. Yeah, they had a lot of uh, silent auction stuff. That's where you got that backpack you still use, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, I bought that Alps bag there on a silent auction. Had a great time there. Missed an opportunity. An amazing Fred Bear picture. I'm still kicking myself in the butt <laughs> for. I've not been able to find that picture nowhere, so maybe I can come back this year and see it. And you said that, is that going to be, if you if you do me a favor, send that to me, um, the uh, the information, so I can, you know, definitely post that on our page and, and get some tickets sold for that, because as far as I'm concerned, I'd love to go down there. Yeah. Um, we, we definitely want to come yeah, and, and support it. Yeah, we'd love to have y'all. I'll be there. Um, but, yeah, they'll have the live auction, the silent auction. They'll have, like I said, all the raffles for the guns. And they have some great guns that they have every year. And even some bows, crossbows. So, yeah, it'll be a good time. I don't think we've ever won a gun, have we, Nick? If, now, if we get, since you own the podcast and you're part of that, you need to need to put in a good word for us. Talk about <laughs> it, boys, down there on some of them tickets. I'm just messing with you. We, <laughs> we definitely look forward to coming down there and being a part of that again. It's uh, it's 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 a great time, and I know. I think didn't we rent a van or something? We did. Rent a van. We rented a van and came down there. A big group of us. So yep. we'll we'll probably do that again. We may may have to put together a little little group to get in on that so hit us up on those tickets we'll, we'll be more than happy to get them from you all right yeah i will do that i will get some over to you guys what just happened nick did we get know. some static i don't know i don't know where that came from anyway mckenzie um anything you'd like to add in on on it as we uh as we close this thing out um just that I appreciate y'all and thanks for having me on here and it's always awesome listening to you guys and I look forward to the episodes in the future and um, I'll see y'all soon. Well, we definitely appreciate your time. Uh, shout it out to the boys that we uh, that we had them, you know, a mention on here. Maybe they'll they'll kick it up. And maybe they'll talk to us a little bit. Um, for everybody over at Talk About It Outdoors, we appreciate you taking the time to get in with us on this, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure. And good luck with the rest of the season. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, y'all. All right. Thank thanks, McKenzie. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, everybody. McKenzie Reed, what a great episode that was. It got a little bit of a different feel. You know, McKenzie brought to lot something we haven't really thought about before, Nick. And, you know, she got her husband, TJ, into it, and she said her best friend did as well. So that was that's pretty neat to get that other side of things. I felt like it was a good good topic basis and, and you know, getting her and – Best of luck to you, Mackenzie, as you go forward in your hunting career. I know you're excited to get those boys in and, and definitely get them out on their first adventures. And, and shout out to you, Grandpa. He's a good fella. I've met him a couple of times, and he is a, he is a fine fella, and, and I hope his business continues to thrive with, with the deer. And there's not many deer coolers around anymore. No, I know he got a ton of business when these, finally, when, when these did close down. I shouldn't say finally because they were a good process, but when they did close down, he, he took a ton of ton of work on from them so. yep yep and definitely hope he uh wish him all the best and and definitely wish wish all all you and your family uh best of luck on the rest of the season so nick it was a pretty busy week as far as deer kills go um for some of our close close friends um our very own the jason lewis took his son landon out and they were able to get it done and connect on on landon's first deer and jason texted me and he said what a happy moment the tears are surely flowing he was so excited and i, and I know after the conversation we had with him less than a week ago yes that was, was just that just tied right into us talking about that last week so that was awesome to see that and hear about that yeah i was i was definitely proud for jason and, and i know he is a he is a is floating on cloud nine all those 200 itchers don't even compare to, to probably that moment he yeah, had yeah with it's him, a good so. thing we got the we got the big buck stories out of the way last time ain't it because <laughs> right. we wouldn't even have talked about them nope all he'd have wanted to talk about which rightfully so i know it, it's yeah. a proud moment for him he was just talking about landing wanting to get into hunting and he was kind of let down by him not you know wanting to get into it to begin with but he didn't force it on him he gave it gave him his time and and he definitely uh put in put in some effort this year i know he spent some mornings out there so shout out to landon on killing his first and, and uh, you know our good friend brady hill his son brenton got it done and i know him and chase curtis have drugged that boy all over the place trying to get him on a deer this year i know uh, talking to talking to chase and i know 
Brady talking to him early season, he really wanted to get Brenton on one. Um, I know they had missed a deer uh, earlier in the year and and or hit it and weren't able to find it. One or the other, I don't remember at this time, but they were uh, they were able to get it done on on a big nanny doe the other day. And so he was he was tickled to death with that texting me on Saturday night, tell me about it. So I was I'm, I'm pumped up for them, and I know I can't wait for 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 that day when Sauger he gets out there and gets on him one. I know that's going to be an exciting time for him. So. You uh you, you ready for the new year? You know, going into twenty twenty one for me, I, I feel like this is it's going to be a new start in a, in a lot of ways. I, I'll the past year it's been kind of a kind of a tumultuous uh, trip for me. You know, with with everything that I went through, and it, and it wasn't anything compared to to what some people went through. You know, there's people out there this year that have they've lost their homes, they've lost their jobs, they've lost their businesses, and those are life changing and life altering events that. You know, we don't want to forget about going into the new year. It's it's definitely been a been a a struggle for a lot of people, and it's been with the shutdown. You know, it, it hurt a lot of businesses, but but I'll be the first to tell you, I, I think it helped me to stay home more. You know, it made it where I wanted to be at home more, and it was it made me realize again that it was okay to be at home, and it was okay to be around. You know around home and not have to be running all the time deer season got here and I was running wide open again but through the summer I had a great time and it it really gave me time to spend with Jess and the kids and and made me get back a little bit grounded and so as as bad as it was with everything that went on uh, I'm looking to 2021 as an exciting exciting time especially with this you know we started this late in the year we we didn't get really kicked off on it I mean we got 10 episodes in 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 about five weeks so What's 2021 got in store for Nick Wilson? Hopefully a dead deer. <laughs> now, nah, you know what? I tell you what, man, doing this and, and just me and you getting together and doing this and, and Watson coming aboard and, and us being able to get all this going, it's, it's, I'm, I'm anxious and excited to get this next year going. And I tell you what, man, I've had more drive and maybe it's because I haven't killed anything or maybe it's because we've been talking about deer hunting more. But man, I got more drive. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking for fall already. I'm ready to put some cameras out. I'm ready to get some tracks out, and I'm I'm ready to get up in the Midwest and start putting some cameras out. And because the cell game has, like Jason said last last time, it has changed the game. So, um, that I guess that's my goal for 2021. Well, and I know you've got a lot of aspirations outside of hunting. You know, it goes into turkey season. Outside of deer hunting, you get into turkey season. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I just want to stick with deer hunting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I'm I know. Ex- I'm, this is ex- <laughs> don't don't try to sell me short on yeah, no when, tails that you ain't fired up for turkey season. Because when, when we hey, when you want to swap that gear, we'll swap right into it. <laughs> I know you will, and Nick, I, I can't wait to hear those stories from you on that because it maybe it'll light a fire under my old tail. And uh, I tell you what, we've been having a little discussion around something uh, that a lot of people out there like doing. That's predator hunting. Yes. And that's something we're going to try to put together. You know, we still got squirrel hunting to do after the first of the year. We still got coyotes to try to get on and kill. Rabbit hunting. Rabbit hunting. We're going to try to get on some rabbit hunts. And, you know, I've I've got a lot of stuff that I want to do between now and spring. We got, you know, hopefully some uh, some some new places uh, to get in on for uh, for coyote hunting. I'm, I'm excited for an opportunity to try those out. So Yeah, you guys will have to take me down the coyote road and – well, I'll tell you what, and, and and he's not here tonight, but but Cody, he, he put me in the Coyote game. Mm-hmm. He was doing it. I don't care what anybody says. Cody was doing it back before anybody I ever knew around here was. He was doing it f- for years before electronic calls. He'd use, you know, hand-mouth calls. I mean, he, he had a, a he had a place in the Coyote game before Coyote hunting was cool. I mean, he was coyote hunting before coyote hunting was cool. And that's pump your brakes, <laughs> put it down there, and you talk about a shooter. I ain't, he ain't here tonight, so I can talk him up a little bit. His head will be able to get out the door, but the boy can shoot. I've watched him drop a many of them at 250, 300 plus with that old 22, 250. He's a, he's a shooter, and uh, he can definitely put it up and put it down, and he can talk them in. So it, it'll be something exciting to see, you know, if we get together and we are able to go and, uh, you talk about them turkeys as much as you like to call them. Why do you see a dog coming across that field wide open to a rabbit in distress? That That's is, all I need is another hobby. Well, it ain't. It's not an expensive hobby though. 
unless you well, want to yeah. make it. <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah. I'm saying that. I sit there and I listen to people talk about how expensive their hobbies are and pray to God they never see the amount of money that I've spent on all this crap that I've done <laughs> all these years. Y'all ain't got a clue. If you ain't into it, you ain't got a clue how much it costs. So I guess talking about going into turkey hunting, squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, predator hunting, what, what gold or how do you want to say it? What are you looking for for the podcast for 2021? The podcast, I want to see it grow from – us sitting in your basement talking about what we've done and the people that we've we know and we've heard those stories i want to hear from people that we don't know their story on you know fortunately you and i both have built a i guess a relationship with a strong hunting community we've been very very fortunate to be around hunters from the time we were born and just like getting mckenzie on when she that's a whole new level of hunting to me. You know, it brings a different light to the situation and she's still pretty young in her hunting career, but for her to have that drive to get out there and hunt, you know, on public land and things like that, I want to hear from people that have been successful in all aspects of hunting. We definitely are going to get into some fishing topics. I mean, I seen old Big D was on Lanier the other day, him and Hamilton. I think he drug a 448 ditch pickle out of there. <laughs> Wearing them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Derek's a great fisherman, and he can get on. We may shout out to uh, our old Turner Tire buddy up there, Brock, and get him on and get us to talk about some of his accolades and some of his fishing secrets, if he'll give us any. He'd probably, he'd probably tell us a tale or two, but that's all right. We'll, we'll take what we can get from anybody out there. But I'm, I'm excited for – I'm excited for this platform to grow, and you've done an extraordinary job over the last couple of days in getting us out there into different avenues on some of these pages that are on Facebook. And I know I ask it a lot, and, and it, it becomes redundant, me repeatedly saying this over and over again, where I say go over and share and like and, and, and you know tell people about the podcast. And I'm not asking that to trouble anybody. I'm asking it because I want to see this thing grow and give it an opportunity to get bigger than what it already is. It's already grown leaps and bounds above what I imagined it would in the beginning, especially with the opportunity to partner with somebody like SWI. And there's going to be many other opportunities for us to get people on. I mean, we we started this mid-November. We started this, we put this together, and we put 12 episodes out, and, and we didn't kill ourselves to put them out. And, no, and it, it's it's taken it's taken you know some work for us to get to this point, and I feel like we're only getting better at what we're doing. Now, there's always going to be room for improvement, and just like we say with deer hunting, there's going to be room for improvement in this. There's going to be so many different topics that come up for discussion, and as we've said before, there's going to be people out there that disagree with what I have to say, what you have to say, what anybody that comes on. Because that's the good thing about hunting. Everybody can have their successes and failures and their ideas of being successful and being, uh, you know, I guess proactive in their hunting community. And you can do and say what you want to say about anybody out there, but the people that we're going to try to get on here are on here for the very reason that we feel they can teach us something. Sure. And that's what I want to do. I want to learn from this, and I want to find people that want to learn and, you know, as far as arguing or anything else goes with anybody's opinion on it, I'm not going to do that. And I know you're not, and I know Cody's not, and I know anybody that comes on here is not going to argue with anybody because at the end of the day, nobody's got a written, factual dialogue of how every hunt's going to go. Because if they did, they wouldn't be doing it. They wouldn't be a turkey left in front of me if I was a script on it. <laughs> and right. there wouldn't be there wouldn't be a buck still walking. Yeah. I mean, and that I think that's what keeps us and continues to keep us going uh to the woods and trying to get out there because they do call it hunting. They don't call it killing. It ain't yeah. it ain't going to the driving range and hit sending right. and balls like, two hundred yards. And like we said in the intro, the very first one, we're gonna do this because it's what we like to do. And we don't we're gonna continue to do it. We like sitting around and talking about we it. We do. And we're going to have numerous people on here. We're going to have women, children. Yeah, um, I mean, there's going to be a plethora of people from all different demographics of the world. And you're not going to agree with what some of them say. Hell, I may not agree with what some of them got to say. But I'm not going to 
put myself in a position to argue with them because I disagree with what they say. Because at the end of the day, hunting ain't nobody right or wrong. You take what you can and you learn what you can and you go with it. Yep, because we're going to learn every day. And that's just like our last audience said. What do you think about Ping and Watson real quick? And let's get in his 2021. Oh, yeah, we can. I got him. I got have him right got, here. Have, yeah. you got the, yeah. have you got the hook to the? Hook I do. The, yeah, okay, cool. We're going we're gonna to ask him. Hello. Waddy! <laughs> What's going on? Listen, Cody ain't in studio with us tonight, but uh, we were sitting here and we're going through, uh, going through, you know, I guess kind of our goals for for twenty twenty one. And uh, Nick not only felt it right to get you on here with us and and you know kick into kick into the conversation. What's your what's your goals? Well, you asked the question, Nick. You yeah, asked what, me a good question. Yeah, what what's, what are you looking for for the podcast for twenty twenty one? Me and Alex basically just said we want to grow it and. On and on and on. So we wanted, we just want to get your take. We didn't want to leave you hanging since. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you all know I'm right there with you, wanting to grow this and kind of see where it, you know, see where it goes. But I want to see how many, I want to see how many people we can reach um, that aren't just our friends and family and so forth, and how many lives we can, we can, we can change. And I know that may kind of sound silly, but. I've already had some people reach out, as y'all have too, and said, man, what y'all really said resonated with me. And, you know, just see how many people we can touch just by, you know, just being genuine and just being ourselves. I mean, um, I'm, I'm obviously excited about growing our name and the and brand, so to speak, and, and, you know, building relationships with new people, but um, really just seeing how many people we can touch and, uh, um, how many how many lives we can affect in a positive light? That's right. That's yep, right. Yep. And that, and Great that, answer. You know, and that kind of bounces exactly off what Nick and I said. You know, we're we're definitely excited to see what the what the future holds for us. And you know, as, as I said, we're we're not here to you know tell you how to do it. We're we're telling you how we do it. Yeah. And how anybody yeah. that comes on here, that's how we feel like we can be successful in it. And take with it, you know, a grain of salt and, and, you know, sprinkle a little bit of what you learn here in with what you know. And, and I guarantee you, at the end of the day, I don't care if it makes you a better hunter, but I hope that you can get from it an appreciation for, for what we're trying to do, not only in the podcast, not only in our hunting, but just in general in our lives. Just trying to make it, I want to make my life better by surrounding myself with positive people and I feel like anybody out there that does that and gathers a better relationship with God and, and gets a better understanding of who they are as a person, man, woman, or child, you're going to be better off going into the new year. That is one thing that this podcast, and I don't know if you guys have noticed as much as me, but, man, it seems like every person we've had on here has brought up their faith and how they mm-hmm. get closer to God in the woods. And and if if that's where you do it, just like Jason said, Jason Lewis said, that's where you spend the time with it, and and I know for myself is the same way. And 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 me and Watson had a big talk the other day about this, so um, I think it I think it's good in as, that aspect also. So and it's not just about outdoors. If you want to get on here and tell a camping story, hunting story, fishing story, cooking story, just come on here and talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. That's all we can ask yeah, to do. And, and like Alex said, take it with a grain of salt. And if you hear something that you don't agree with, and you think we're way off base shoot us a message you know we're 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 not we're by no means think we're professionals of anything or or uh, i'm a professional bullshitter that's about all i'm good i I can i can't call myself a professional on that so exactly but yeah so i mean we're open to ideas i mean we're like i said we're we're learning and i love to hear feedback from good bad and indifferent you know i i I love getting on there and reading what everybody has to say that's right that's right so so awesome Yep, we just wanted to hit you with that question, man. We know you're we know you're away from the family right now. You stepped away for a few minutes, so we just wanted to ask you that, and we look forward to getting you back in the studio. Hey, as always, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming. We're getting listen. That's going on a shirt. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes, that's going on a shirt. So, Cody, we appreciate you taking the time, you know, to jump on with us, and uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. All right, buddy. Bye. Yeah, and like like he said, it was you know it's 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 definitely uh, definitely gonna. I, I I think we're reaching out to people that we never would have had an opportunity to talk to before. No, and we got 
we got a lot more of those coming. Yeah. And we got them lined up. Yeah, I mean, in, in anybody out there, if you feel like you've got something you want to bring to us, a topic, if you want to come on and talk, if you want to phone in, shoot us a message. Don't post on the wall. Don't comment on anything. Send us a message if you feel like it's something you can bring to the table and be beneficial to anybody out there. You know, and we we, we post these, hey, shooting you straight, ask us a question, comment below. And we do share this on different platforms to try to reach people. And we want you to guys to to guys to come out and give us those questions. We may not get to every one of them. We're sorry, but we're trying our best, and we want to get to the ones that we feel like that we can answer as a, as a group, whether we have somebody else in the studio or whether it fits their profile. So just just be, bear with us. We'll get to you, and we'll get those different people on. We want to get as many people in here as we can to talk, and we will be moving studios here in the near future. And um, so we'll we'll announce that later, and we might build we might post some uh, building progress progress yeah, photos. Yeah, progress photos. So yeah, and that's definitely something we're excited about, and and where we go from here, uh, the sky's the limit, in my opinion. Yep. So. We'll shut 2021 down with a uh, with a great episode and a, and a great you know great message from all of us. You know, just just you know, try to put the past behind you. Try to look forward going into the new year. You know, whether it's whether it's troubles in your life, if you can put it away, you know, just do your best to put it in God's hands. And and as we all need to remember to do when we're going into the new year. And uh, I'm definitely excited. So, hey, I appreciate being here with you, man. It's, it's yes, I think it's, if anything, it's brought me and you closer. We've been buddies for a long time, been That's friends right. for a long time, and it's definitely given us some time to talk over stuff that, you know, we we may not have got to talk about before. So, I 2020 wasn't here. so bad for us. 2020 is ending, ending better than, uh, than <laughs> I would have expected it to. So, yeah. Um, for all of us that talk about it outdoors, we want you to, to remind you to go over to all our social media platforms. As I said, y'all going to get tired of me saying it. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You know, stay with us on Shooting You Straight. We got plenty of more pump your break moments going into 2021. And uh, I sure am thankful to be here. But like I always say, don't forget to smile as you go. And remember, mount the memories.